ಹರಿ ಕೃಷ್ಣ ವೆಲ್ಕಮ್ ಟು ದಿ ಡೈಲಿ ಮಾರ್ನಿಂಗ್ ಶ್ರೀಮದ್ ಭಾಗವತಂ ಕ್ಲಾಸ್ ಜಯ ರಾಧವ ಕುಂಜ ಬಿಹಾರಿ ಜಯ ರಾಧವ ಕುಂಜ ಬಿಹಾರಿ ಜಯ ರಾಧಾ ಮಾಧವ ಕುಂಜ ಬಿಹಾರಿ ಜಯ ರಾಧಾ ಜಯ ಗೋಪಿ ಜನ ವಲ್ಲಭ ಗಿರಿವಾರಧಾರಿ ಗೋಪಿ ಜನ ವಲ್ಲಭ ಗಿರಿವಾರಧಾರಿ ಜಯ ಗೋಪಿ ಜನ ವಲ್ಲಭ ಗಿರಿವಾರಧಾರಿ ಯಶೋದಾನಂದನ ಬ್ರಜ ಜನರಂಜನ ಯಶೋದಾನಂದನ ಬ್ರಜ ಜನರಂಜನ ಯಶೋದಾನಂದನ ಬ್ರಜ ಜನರಂಜನ ಯಶೋದಾನಂದನ ಬ್ರಜ ಜನರಂಜನ ಯಮುನ ತೀರ ವನಚಾರಿ ಯಮುನ ತೀರ ವನಚಾರಿ ಜಯ ರಾಧವ ಕುಂಜ ಬಿಹಾರಿ ಜಯ ಗೋಪಿ ಜನ ವಲ್ಲಭ ಗಿರಿವರಧಾರಿ ಜಯ ಗೋಪಿ ಜನ ವಲ್ಲಭ ಗಿರಿವರಧಾರಿ ಯಶೋದಾನಂದನ ಬ್ರಜ ಜನರಂಜನ ಯಶೋದಾನಂದನ ಬ್ರಜ ಜನರಂಜನ ಯಶೋದಾನಂದನ ಬ್ರಜ ಜನರಂಜನ ಯಶೋದಾನಂದನ ಬ್ರಜ ಜನರಂಜನ 
यमुनतीरावनचारी हरे कृष्णा हरे कृष्णा 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 हरे 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 रामा हरे रामा राम रामा हरे हरे जय प्रभुपद जय प्रभुपद जय प्रभुपद जय प्रभुपद जय जय प्रभुपद 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 जय जय प्रभुपद जय ओम विष्णुपाद परमहंस परिव्राजकाचार्य अष्टोत्तर सत श्री श्रीमद डिवाइन ग्रेस ऐसी भक्ति वेदांत स्वामी श्री प्रभुपाद की जय ग्रंथराज श्रीमद भागवतम की जय समवेत भक्त वृंद की जय निताय गौर प्रेमानंदे ऑल ग्लोरी टू दसम्बल डिवोटीज हरे कृष्णा ऑल ग्लोरी टू दसम्बल डिवोटीज हरे कृष्णा ऑल ग्लोरी टू दसम्बल डिवोटीज हरे कृष्णा ऑल ग्लोरीज ऑल ग्लोरीज ऑल ग्लोरीज टू श्री श्री गुरु एंड श्री गौरांगा All glory to Shri Prabhupad. So we are continuing with Canto One, Chapter Nine, titled "The Passing Away of Bhishma Dev." We are on text thirty-eight today. For that, please repeat: Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya. ओम नमो भगवते वासुदेवाय ओम नमो भगवते वासुदेवाय नारायण नमस्कृत नरम चरोतम देवी सरस्वती व्यास तथो जय मुदीर नष्टप्रायेशु अभद्रेशु नित्यम भागवत सेवया भगवती उत्तम श्लोके भक्तिर्भवती नैष्टिकी एंड दिस इज टुडेस वर्स शीत विषक हतो विशीर्ण दंश शीत विषक हतो विशीर्ण दंश श 
ಶಜತ ಪರಿಪ್ಲೂತ ಆತ ತಾಯಿ ನೋಮೇ ಶತಜ ಪರಿಪ್ಲೂತ ಆತ ತಾಯಿ ನೋಮೇ ಋಷಭಂಭಿಸಾಸಾರಮಧ್ವಾರ್ಥ ಪ್ರಸಭಂಭಿಸಾರಮಧ್ವಾರ್ಥ ಮೇ ಭಗವಾನ್ ಗತಿರ್ಮುಕುಂದ ಮೇ ಭಗವಾನ್ ಗತಿರ್ಮುಕುಂದ ಶಿತವಿಷಕಹತೋ ವಿಶೀರ್ಣದಂಶ ಶತಜ ಪರಿಪ್ಲೂತ ಆತ ತಾಯಿ ನೋಮೇ ಪ್ರಶಭಂಭಿಸಾರಮಧ್ವಾರ್ಥ ಮೇ ಭಗವಾನ್ ಗತಿರ್ಮುಕುಂದ ಶಿತವಿಷಕಹತೋ ವಿಶೀರ್ಣದಂಶ ಶತಜ ಪರಿಪ್ಲೂತ ಆತ ತಾಯಿ ನೋಮೇ ಪ್ರಸಭಂಭಿಸಾರಮಧ್ವಾರ್ಥ ಸಭವತು ಮೇ ಭಗವಾನ್ ಗತಿರ್ಮುಕುಂದ ಟ್ರಾನ್ಸ್ಲೇಷನ್ ಇನ್ ಪರ್ಪೋರ್ಟ್ ಬೈ ಹಿಸ್ ಡಿವೈನ್ ಗ್ರೇಸ್ ಎಸಿ ಭಕ್ತಿ ವೇದಾಂತ ಸ್ವಾಮಿ ಶಿಲ ಪ್ರಭುಪಾದ್ ಶಿಲ ಪ್ರಭುಪಾದ್ ಕಿ ಜಾಯ್ ದಿಸ್ ಇಸ್ ದ ವರ್ಡ್ ಫಾರ್ ವರ್ಡ್ ಶಿತ ಶಾರ್ಪ್ ವಿಶಿಕ ಆರೋಸ್ ಹತಃ ವೂಂಡೆಡ್ ಬೈ ವಿಶೀರ್ಣಧಂಶ ಸ್ಕ್ಯಾಟರ್ಡ್ ಶೀಲ್ಡ್ ಶತಜ ಬೈ ವೂಂಡ್ಸ್ ಪರಿಪ್ಲೂತ ಸ್ಮಿಯರ್ಡ್ ವಿತ್ ಬ್ಲಡ್ ಆತತಾಯಿನ ದ ಗ್ರೇಟ್ ಅಗ್ರೆಸರ್ ಮೇ ಮೈ ಪ್ರಸಭಂ ಇನ್ ಅನ್ ಆಂಗ್ರಿ ಮೂಡ್ ಅಭಿಸಾರ ಬಿಗ್ಯಾನ್ ಟು ಮೂವ್ ಆನ್ ಮತ್ ಬದ ಅರ್ಥ ಫಾರ್ ದ ಪರ್ಪಸ್ ಆಫ್ ಕಿಲಿಂಗ್ ಮೀ ಸಹ ಹೀತು ಮೇ ಬಿಕಾಮ್ ಮೇ ಮೈ ಭಗವಾನ್ ದ ಪರ್ಸನಾಲಿಟಿ ಆಫ್ ಗಾಡ್ ಹೆಡ್ ಗತಿ destination mukundaha who awards salvation translation may he lord shri krishna the personality of godhead 
who awards salvation be my ultimate destination. On the battlefield, he charged me as if angry because of the wounds dealt by my sharp arrows. His shield was scattered and his body was smeared with blood due to the wounds. Please repeat. May he, Lord Sri Krishna, the personality of Godhead, who awards salvation, be my ultimate destination. On the battlefield, he charged me as if angry because of the wounds dealt by my sharp arrows. His shield was scattered and his body was smeared with blood due to the wounds. Purport. The dealings of Lord Krishna and Bhishma Deva on the battlefield of Kurukshetra are interesting because the activities of Lord Sri Krishna appear to be partial to Arjuna and at enmity with Bhishma Deva. But factually, all this was especially meant to show special favor to Bhishma Deva, a great devotee of the Lord. The astounding feature of such dealings is that a devotee can please the Lord by playing the part of an enemy. The Lord, being absolute, can accept service from his pure devotee even in the garb of an enemy. The Supreme Lord cannot have an enemy nor can a so-called enemy harm him because he is ajita or unconquerable. But still he takes the pleasure when his pure devotees beats him like an enemy or rebukes him from a superior position, although no one can be superior to the Lord. These are some of the transcendental reciprocatory dealings of the devotee with the Lord. And those who have no information of pure devotional service cannot penetrate into the mystery of such dealings. Bhishmadev played the part of a valiant warrior and he purposely pierced the body of the Lord so that to the common eyes it appeared that the Lord was wounded. But factually, all this was to bewilder the non-devotees. The all-spiritual body cannot be wounded and a devotee cannot become the enemy of the Lord. Had it been so, Bhishmadev would not have decided to have the very same Lord as the ultimate destination of his life. Had Bhishmadev been an enemy of the Lord, Lord Krishna could have annihilated him without even moving. There was no need to come before Bhishmadev with blood and wounds. But he did so because the warrior devotee wanted to see the transcendental beauty of the Lord decorated with wounds created by a pure devotee. This is the way of exchanging transcendental rasa or relationships or relations between the Lord and the servitor. By such dealings, both the Lord and the devotee become glorified in their respective positions. The Lord was so angry that Arjuna checked him when he was moving towards Bhishma Deva. But in spite of Arjuna's checking, he proceeded towards Bhishma Deva as a lover goes to a lover without caring for hindrances. Apparently, his determination was to kill Bhishma Deva, but factually it was to please him as a great devotee of the Lord. The Lord is undoubtedly the deliverer of all conditioned souls. The impersonalists desire salvation from him and he always awards them according to their aspiration. But here, Bhishma Dev aspires to see the Lord in his personal feature. All pure devotees aspire for this.
ಓಂ ಅಜ್ಞಾನಾತಿಜ್ಞಾನಾಂಜನಾಶಲಾಕೆಯ ಚಕ್ಷುರೋನ್ಮಿಲಿತೇನ ತಸ್ಮೈ ಶ್ರೀ ಗುರವೇ ನಮಃ ಶ್ರೀಚೈತನ್ಯಮನೋಭೀಷ್ಟ ಸ್ಥಾಪಿತೂತಲೆ ಸ್ವಯಂಕದಾಹ್ಯಂ ದಾತಿ ಸ್ವಪದಾಂತಿಕ ವಂದೇಹಂ ಶ್ರೀಗುರೋ ಶ್ರೀಯುತ ಪದಕಮಲ ಶ್ರೀಗುರೋನ್ ವೈಷ್ಣವಾಂಶ ಶ್ರೀರೂಪಂ ಸಾಗ್ರಜಾತ ಸಹಗಣರಘುನಾಥನ್ವಿ ತೀವ ಸಾಧ್ವೈತ ಸಾವದೂತ ಪರಿಜನ ಸಹಿತ ಕೃಷ್ಣಚೈತನ್ಯದೇವಾಧಾಕೃಷ್ಣಪಾದನ್ ಸಹಗಣಲಿತಾಶ್ರೀವಿಶಾಖನ್ವಿ ಹೇ ಕೃಷ್ಣ ಕರುಣಾ ಸಿಂಧೋ ದೀನಬಂಧೋ ಜಗತ್ಪತೆ ಗೋಪೇಶ ಗೋಪಿಕಾಕಾಂತ ರಾಧಾಕಾಂತ ನಮೋಸ್ತುತೆ ತಪ್ತ ಕಾಂಚನ ಗೌರಂಗೀ ರಾಧೇ ವೃಂದಾವನೇಶ್ವರಿ ವೃಷಭಾನುಸುತೆ ದೇವಿ ಪ್ರಣಮಿ ಹರಿ ಪ್ರಿಯ ವಾಂಚಾಕಲ್ಪತರುಭ್ಯ ಕೃಪಾ ಸಿಂಧುಭ್ಯತೀತಾವನೆಭ್ಯೋ ವೈಷ್ಣವೇಭ್ಯೋ ನಮೋ ನಮಃ ಜಯ ಶ್ರೀಕೃಷ್ಣಚೈತನ್ಯ ಪ್ರಭೂ ನಿತ್ಯಾನಂದ ಶ್ರೀ ಅದ್ವೈತ ಗದಾಧಾರ ಶ್ರೀವಾಸಾದಿಗೌರಭಕ್ತವೃಂದ ಹರೇ ಕೃಷ್ಣ ಹರೇ ಕೃಷ್ಣ 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 ಹರೇ 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 ರಾಮ ಹರೇ ರಾಮ 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 ಹರೇ ಹರೇ ನಮೋಂ ವಿಷ್ಣುಪಾದಾಯ ಕೃಷ್ಣಪ್ರೇಷ್ಠಾಯ ಭೂತಲೆ ಶ್ರೀಮಥೆ ಭಕ್ತಿವೇದಾಂತ ಸ್ವಾಮಿನಿ ನಾಮಿನಿ ನಮಸ್ತೆ ಸಾರಸ್ವತಿ ದೇವೆ ಗೌರವಾಣಿ ಪ್ರಚಾರಿಣೆ ನಿರ್ವಿಶೇಷ ಶೂನ್ಯವಾದಿ ಪಾಶ್ಚಾತ್ಯಾದೇಶತಾರಿಣಿ Yeah, this is a really, really beautiful section where Bhishma uh, Dev is just about to leave his body and uh, he is bringing his remembrance uh, to his various uh, uh, specific instances that he remembers of Krishna. So this is especially very personal, the last uh, uh, two, three verses because he was there on the battlefield of Kurukshetra, right, in front and then this is something that he personally experienced there are other memories that he uh, talks about krishna in terms of how um, his smile is so beautiful that it attracted the gopis and things like that but this section especially this 3 4 verses and even the next verse it's very very specific and very personal to his experience uh, experience of uh, krishna so this is what uh, krishna says in the in the geeta right he says antakaleca mameva smaran muktva kalevaram yaprayati samadbhava yatinas yatra samshaya that whoever remembers me at the time of death at once comes to my abode of this there is no doubt is what krishna says that this is the goal is that when we are leaving the body at the time of death that we are able to remember krishna and remember krishna in in such amazing meaningful ways through our throughout the experiences that we would have had with krishna in our lives right uh, at this time krishna might not be personally present like he was 5000 years ago in front of bhishma dev but we still can feel krishna's presence in our lives in the many things that happen we know that it could not have happened if it not was if it was not for krishna there are so many things in our life that happen and that is how our relationship with krishna is slowly slowly built right our faith increases in krishna and then we slowly know uh, 
Krishna as a person, what he does in certain circumstances and things like that, right? As a friend, this is very natural in many uh, of our relationships in this world also, that over a course of time, we actually know what the other, how the other person is going to react and what he is going to do. If we are so close, we can actually know that. So it is very similar in our relationship to Krishna also, but because Krishna being Krishna, he can always surprise us, right? It's very hard for us to actually <laughs> know exactly what Krishna would do. But just in any kind of relationship, we can get to know him better and better and better uh, over the course of our service to him and over the course of our experiences in our lives that uh, that we have, that where Krishna's hand is personally present in the many dealings of our lives, right? And uh, this is this is the goal, that... At the time of death, we can remember Krishna like this. Uh, this is much better in, rather than memorizing many things, right? Okay, this is what Krishna did, this is what Krishna did, this is what Krishna did. Okay, that is one kind of remembrance, that is memory. Right? Rote, rote memory is also a kind of remembrance. But the, the remembrance that Bhishma Dev is having here is, is incredible. It's, it's so personal and it's so very specific to him. Uh, with his relationship to Krishna, that's the that's what I felt when I was reading these verses. Is that it's it's incredible, and especially the relationship with uh, Krishna and Bhishma Dev is is very bewildering to, to most of us, right? Here, Bhishma Dev is is in fact enjoying uh, wounding Krishna in this verse. He's he's remembering that that uh, he charged me. Krishna was charging him. And Bhishma Dev says, as if angry. <laughs> so for the external world, it looked like Krishna was really, really angry that uh, uh, Bhishma Dev was, uh, was fighting so fiercely that he was very close to killing Arjuna. And Krishna being the chariot driver of Arjuna and his very dear friend could not take that. He wanted to protect Arjuna. So, and what happened in the, in the Mahabharata just before this war was that um, Krishna, uh, both Duryodhan and Arjuna had come to meet Krishna just before the war. Um, so Krishna was sleeping and then the queens of uh, Krishna were fanning him. So Duryodhan came first and then what he did was he sat uh, near the head of Krishna. Um, and then Arjuna came next and then he naturally wanted to go sit close to his lotus feet, Arjuna. So when Krishna woke up, naturally he saw Arjuna in the in the front, right? So and then he saw Duryodhana, and then they he gave him all respects, welcomed welcomed both of them to his palace like that. And then asked them uh, what what brought them there. So he asked Arjuna that Arjuna, uh, uh, I saw you first, so I should ask you what what did you want? And then Krishna was very clear that he would not take part in the battle. He would not take up a weapon and fight in the battle of Kurukshetra. So, and so, uh, Krishna said, either you can have me as a counsel, I can be with you, or I have a huge army called the Narayani Sena. Krishna said, they are as good as me. This is a huge army. You could have the army. What would you want? And then Arjuna naturally chose Krishna. Uh, Arjuna said, Krishna, I don't want your army, but I want you to be on my side. Although Krishna would not fight. And Duryodhana was really, really happy. Oh, Krishna won't fight. And then 
he's not even taking his army. So Duryodhana said, I'll be pleased to take your uh, army. The Narayani Sena. Right? So Krishna had promised uh, before the battle that he would never fight. And what happened just before this instance, um, where Krishna, in the previous verse, Bhishma Dev describes how Krishna goes, went towards him like a lion, lion went after uh, to kill an elephant. He took the uh, the wheel, right? Uh, uh, he he got down from his chariot and took up took up the wheel of the chariot to run towards Bhishma Dev. And here he is uh, describing that even further, where he's charging as if angry, because Bhishma Dev, the day before this happened, Duryodhana went to Bhishma Dev, uh, and then he said, "You're not fighting properly. You are fighting uh, not to your full strength because." You are supporting uh, Arjuna. He is very dear to you. And hence you are not fighting to your full strength. And then Bhishma Dev said, Tomorrow I will kill the five Pandavas. So I have made five arrows that I have invested all my potency, my ascetic potency. Because Bhishma Dev is, is really austere. right? All that austerity that he has performed throughout his life. He said, I have invested these potencies in these five arrows. And I am going to fight valiantly. So tomorrow, uh, uh, I'm going to kill Arjuna. Unless Krishna has something else to plan. That's what uh, Bhishma Dev says. And then Duryodhana is very happy. But then he thinks, oh, Krishna could do something and take these arrows away from him. So what Duryodhana says is, okay, let me take care of these arrows for the night. And then I'll protect it. And then tomorrow, I'll, I'll give these arrows to you. And then... He takes these arrows and goes. Now Krishna remembers something. So Krishna, at, at some point before, Arjuna had actually protected Duryodhana, saved his life. So Duryodhana said, Arjuna, I owe you, owe you one. So whenever the time comes, you can ask me for whatever you want. So Krishna remembered this and then said, Arjuna, now is the time for you to go and ask the thing <laughs> from Duryodhana. Right? He said he has five arrows that Bhishma Dev has uh, decided to use to kill the five Pandavas. So you should go and ask for those five arrows. So then, uh, uh, Arjuna goes and then asks Duryodhana. And Duryodhana gives. This is how the, the Kshatriya culture was before, right? They used to fight in the day. And in the evening, they used to go and meet each other, greet each other, even dine together. Uh, and then so he, he went and asked Duryodhana. And then Duryodhana gave the arrows because the word uh, of a Kshatriya is very important to him. So, Kshatriya gave, uh, sorry, Duryodhana gave the arrows to Arjuna and this made Bhishma Dev angry. It's it's my vow. I vowed to kill Arjuna tomorrow, so I can't uh, keep up my vow now, right? Because those five arrows are not with me anymore. So, he vowed that tomorrow I'm going to fight in such a way that either I'm going to kill Arjuna or Krishna has to break his vow and take up weapons. I'm going to fight in such a way. So this next day, Bhishma Dev was incredible in the battlefield. He was shooting arrows upon arrows upon arrows upon uh, Arjuna. And uh, and the others from the Pandava side were in fact trying to stop Bhishma Dev. And uh, he, nobody could do it. And he was incredible warrior, the best of his times. So, and Arjuna being soft towards Bhishma Dev, it was his grandfather, was not exercising his full potential also. Krishna was trying to evade all the arrows as the chariot driver of Arjuna. But Arjuna was going soft on Bhishma Dev also. And Bhishma Dev was really, really incredible that day. 
So this made Krishna really angry. Really, really angry. And then this is what happened. That Krishna, in order to protect Arjuna, basically took up the wheel of his chariot and started charging towards Bhishmadev. And this is what he remembers, Krishna, very clearly. That because of the arrows dealt by uh, Bhishmadev, Krishna's body is wounded and there are drops of blood and perspiration all over his body and he's really, really angry. So, this is the relationship <laughs> between the Lord and, and his devotee, Bhishmadev. Like Prabhupada says in the purport, that Krishna is Ajita. He's unconquerable. That is one of the names of Krishna. He's Ajita. Nobody can conquer Krishna because he's the supreme personality of Godhead. And his body is spiritual. Right? It is... It is not like our material bodies. So, Janma karma chame divyam evam yoveti tatvata. Krishna says, my appearance and activities are transcendental. So, he doesn't have a body because of his karma. Krishna comes in his own body, his, his transcendental body. It's not touched by the three modes. So, there is no question of blood and sweat and so many things that, that have to come out of Krishna's body. It is by his own will that uh, these things are happening. That's what Krishna, uh, Prabhupada says, that these are happening to bewilder the non-devotee. Which is amazing, right? This is why we are there in this material world, is that we don't want to be with Krishna. So Krishna arranges for people who are in that mentality to see things in that way. If you want to see and say, that, hey, Krishna was also bleeding. So it takes you far away from Krishna also, if you don't know Krishna for who he actually is. Right. That's that's another way in which he, he bewilders the, the non-devotees. So, uh, so he's coming and charging uh, towards uh, towards Bhishmadev, and uh, there was this uh, there was this beautiful section in the in the in the Mahabharata. So this is there in the Veda base by Krishna Dharma Prabhu. So this particular scene in the Mahabharata is described it really really wonderfully. From the perspective of Arjuna, right? Here we are seeing this from the perspective of Bhishmadev, where uh, Bhishmadev has this relationship of chivalry with Krishna, this virya rasa that they they want to fight. This happens among friends, right? They 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 fight, but it's it's not uh, anything personal. Uh, that this happens in Vrindavan also, where uh, Krishna's friends are uh, saying, Krishna, you're not so powerful. You should come and fight with me and see. You might de- defeat all these demons that are coming, <laughs> but you're not as powerful as me. They, in, 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 the, in the mood of friendship, they chide Krishna. And then Krishna is happy to fight with them also and sometimes even loses to, to, his, uh, to his friends. This is exactly what happened in, the, in, the, in, the, uh, in Mathura, right? When Krishna had come to Mathura to kill Kamsa, uh, he had two wrestlers, Mushtika and Chanura, who he had arranged so that they could fight with Krishna and kill him. They were really, really powerful wrestlers. They were the best of uh, wrestlers in the court of Kamsa. Nobody had defeated Mushtika and Chanura. So Krishna defeated them so easily. (laughs) And then after that, his friends came into the ring, the wrestling arena. And then Krishna actually lost to (laughs) his friends in in the arena. So this is uh, this is the amazing part about Krishna that he is Ajita, he is unconquerable, and yet he is conquered by his pure devotees, the love of his pure devotees. Right, the person who is not cannot be conquered at all is willing to be conquered uh, for the sake of his devotee, 
and he appears in whichever relationship that the devotee wants him to appear here bishma dev wants him to be in the in the mood of a uh, fighter right they want to fight against each other and uh, there is this uh, beautiful beautiful section i wanted to uh, read a little bit uh, from from the mahabharat so this is coming from the perspective of arjuna arjuna was mortified to see krishna break his promise not to fight it was his fault if he had exerted himself against bhishma this would not have been necessary of course krishna's promise had been that he would not wield weapons in the war and a wheel was hardly a weapon but still he could be condemned by foolish men for his apparent dishonesty and this is this is how uh, arjuna is trying to stop krishna arjuna put down his bow and jumped from the chariot his armor flashing in the late afternoon sun he ran after krishna krishna had co- covered almost half the distance to bhishma as he ran with the upraised wheel his upper garment fell from his body into the mud this is very specific right in the previous verse bhishma dev is exactly remembering his this he even dropped his outer garment uh, on the way see it's amazing this is remembrance right he's so specifically remembering even the garment falling down when he's when he's running gazing at bhishma with eyes red with anger he shouted you are the root of this great slaughter a wise minister who treads the path of virtue should restrain a wicked king by any means if that is not possible then such a wretched monarch should be abandoned this is krishna saying arjuna succeeding in reaching krishna hurled himself forward he caught hold of krishna's legs but even with arjuna hanging on to his thighs krishna continued to run at bhishma this is uh, this is amazing right uh that from 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 the perspective of mahabharat krishna is really really angry and arjuna is trying to stop him he is not able to stop him he even arjuna is also a really powerful warrior right it's not like he is a skinny guy he is he is going and even clutching at krishna's legs and trying to hold him but still krishna is advancing towards bhishma dev and that's why the purport by prabhupada is so amazing because that gives us the proper perspective of why krishna is doing this prabhupada says in the purport he proce- uh, the lord was so angry that arjuna checked him when he was moving towards bhishma dev right and mahabharat very clearly describes how uh, arjuna's effort was in trying to check krishna from going towards bhishma dev he proceeded towards bhishma dev as a lover goes to a lover without caring for hindrances this is the nature of love right if we are deeply in love with somebody then we don't care for any of the hindrances that are there we somehow overcome all the hindrances to go and uh, and meet the lover and this was krishna's mood towards uh, bhishma dev that he was not looking at bhishma dev as his enemy but in fact it was his pure devotee and he was running towards his pure devotee with love <laughs> right this this was this is so amazing that krishna can reciprocate with many people in many many different ways at the same time right here he is there with uh, arjuna and arjuna is thinking oh it is my fault that i have not fought properly that i have made krishna break his vow that he has carried a wheel and he is charging towards bhishma dev that's how the rasa between krishna and arjuna is but on the opposite end with bhishma dev 
although it looks angry that's what bishma dev says also he charged me as if angry but bishma dev knows that krishna is not charging towards me in a angry mood in terms of killing him right um, but he is advancing towards him as if a lover is advancing running towards a lover overcoming any whatever hindrances that are on the way which is something that's that's incredible that krishna is called akila rasamrita murti that he is the embodiment of all the rasas that krishna is the only person who can reciprocate with everybody in whichever mellow that they want him to reciprocate with that is the amazing part of krishna amazing thing about krishna and this this is clearly demonstrated in in uh, in the incident that we were talking about a little earlier where krishna is there in the uh, wrestling arena in mathura just before killing kamsa right he's he's about to fight mushtika and chanura the the great le- wrestlers and there are so many people standing witnessing this uh, incident so all the vrajavasis the residents of vrindavan had traveled also with uh, krishna and balram so nanda maharaj is there his uh, yashoda maya is there all the older gopas and gopis are there and krishna's friends are there and then the gopis are there right who are of krishna's age and then the the great sages are there and then the wrestlers are there kangsa is there and at krishna reciprocates with every single person in a different mellow in a different rasa at the same time so this is um, this is from the krishna book that prabhupada writes prabhupada says when krishna entered the wrestling arena with balram and their friends he appeared differently to different people according to their different relationships rasas with him krishna is the reservoir of all pleasure and all kinds of rasas both favorable and unfavorable right yeyathamam prapadyante tamsateva bhajamiham krishna says i reciprocate according to how somebody surrenders unto me according to one surrender i reciprocate accordingly this is what krishna says if we want krishna to be our friend krishna will reciprocate accordingly if we want krishna to be our son krishna will reciprocate accordingly if we want krishna to be our enemy <laughs> krishna will also reciprocate accordingly whether favorable or unfavorable however we reciprocate to krishna that's how he is going to reciprocate to us so prabhupad continues he appeared to the wrestlers exactly like a thunderbolt right to the wrestlers he is appearing like a thunderbolt to the people in general he appeared as the most beautiful personality these are different completely opposite rasas right so somebody is thinking this person is oh so beautiful <laughs> but the wrestlers are thinking oh this guy is like a thunderbolt right usually somebody who is who is really beautiful is really soft right but for a thunderbolt somebody has to be really strong right it's thunderbolt is really hard <laughs> so they are like completely uh, opposite things the this is the same thing we sing every day in the nishinga prayers also right that uh, that lord nishinga dev's nails were so hard and sharp that it was able to tear open the stone like chest of hiranyakashipu it was so hard but yet his hand was as soft his palms were as soft as a lotus flowers right tava kara khamalavare adbhuta shringam right it's it's amazing that uh, that th- this this contradiction can exist only in krishna right and he is able to reciprocate with different people now as a thunderbolt as the most beautiful personality 
to the females, he appeared to be the most attractive male. Cupid personified, and thus he increased their lust. But the cowherd men who, who were present there looked upon Krishna as their own kinsman, like their equal, right? The cowherd men are looking at Krishna. He's my own kinsman, coming from the same village of Vrindavan. The impious Kshatriya kings who were present saw him as the strongest ruler and their chastiser. To the parents of Krishna, Nanda and Yashoda, he appeared to be the most loving child. To Kangsa, the king of Bhoja dynasty, he appeared to be death personified. To the unintelligent, he appeared to be an incapable personality. They thought, oh, this is such a small boy, tiny boy. How is he going to take, our, take, uh, take on these two wrestlers? The yogis present, he appeared to be the super soul. To the members of the Vrishni dynasty, he appeared to be the most celebrated descendant. We can see it's like eight, nine ways in which Krishna is reciprocating with different people at the same time. Right? So it's it's not unimaginable that in the same battlefield he has a recipro- he has a different relationship with Arjuna, he has a different relationship with Bhishmadev, he has a different relationship with all the impious Kshatriya rulers and fighters that are there. So for different people, it's it's incredible and only Krishna can do this. That only Krishna can reciprocate in all the mellows. That is the amazing thing about Krishna. That, for example, Lord Ramachandra cannot reciprocate with his devotees in the in the in the conjugal mellow in the Madhurya Rasa, because he's taken a vow that I'm going to have only one wife in this life. Right? He's Sita Devi, Ekapatni Vrata. But but Krishna can reciprocate to everybody in every single rasa. Right? Nirshingadev is is there in this mood of Aishwarya, right? You can't go and say Nirshingadev, I'm going. You you have to get down. I'm going to uh, uh, go on your back, and you have to carry me. That's, that's not the mood that with, with which Nirshingadev reciprocates. It's in the mood of on reverence, right? But Krishna can reciprocate every single rasa. That's why he's called Akila Rasamrita Murti. Is the embodiment of every single rasa. Although the other rasas are present in Lord Ramachandra and, and Lord Nishingadev, they cannot, they don't, uh, they, they don't expose it, expose that rasa. So, so that's the amazing part about Krishna that uh, that towards Bhishmadev, although to the outside world it looked like it was a fierce, fierce battle, and Krishna was so angry, and Bhishmadev was in fact hurting Krishna. Uh, but that's what Bhishmadev wanted to see Krishna. And in fact, this is really beautiful to Bhishmadev, right? In this prayer, he's saying how Krishna's sweat, the beads of sweat and the blood made him so glorious. That, that's how Bhishmadev wanted to see him. And that's exactly how Krishna appeared in front of him. And the arrows in, I think, in some other purport, uh, Prabhupada says, were like how a friend would throw a flower on another friend. That's how it was for Krishna. Although Bhishma Dev was shooting all these arrows and so-called blood was oozing out of Krishna's body, this was like how a, f- a friend would throw a flower at the friend. It doesn't pain, it's just fun. Uh, in the end, right? And this is something Krishna wants also. <laughs> that just like we have the tendency to fight, it's coming from Krishna. Krishna also wants to fight. It's not... Everything is coming from Krishna. So... When Krishna wants to fight, uh, sometimes he makes his devotees uh, appear 
in the material world so that he can have a good fight with them. Right? He, this is the case with uh, Jaya and Vijay uh, when, uh, when they were cursed by the four Kumaras. Uh, Jaya and Vijay are the doorkeepers of Vaikuntha, right? And they didn't allow the four Kumaras to get in. And then the four Kumaras got so angry and then they cursed uh, the, uh, Jaya and Vijay that you'll be born. Uh, you're not fit to be in Vaikuntha because you're differentiating between people, duality and so many things like that. And then uh, in the end, um, uh, Krishna says uh, that both of them realize their mistake and then they, they ask for forgiveness. And uh, this in, in, in that section in the Bhagavatam, uh, Krishna says, The Lord replied, O Brahmanas, know that the punishment you inflicted on them was originally ordained by me. And therefore, they will fall to a birth in a demonic family, but they will be firmly united with me in thought through mental concentration, intensified by anger, and they will return to my presence shortly. But the most important thing is, Krishna says it was originally ordained by me. Right? So sometimes, Krishna instigates his, his own devotees so that they can have a good fight uh, with Krishna. Okay, there are also demons with which Krishna fights but when he wants to have a good fight. And <laughs> it's amazing the description of Lord Varahadev, uh, when the, the fight that he has with Hiranyaksha, uh, there is this entire description, so amazing, in, in, the, in the third canto of uh, Bhagavatam, where Lord Varahadev is really enjoying the fight. And then at some point, Lord Brahma has to come in and say, Lord, this, the sun is about to set, the day is going to get over, you, you should better kill uh, Hiranyaksha at this time. And then, okay, <laughs> he comes back and then he, he goes and just... It's very easy for him. It's just one whack on his neck or head or something like that and then Hiranyaksha is dead. But to do that, he, he, he has this entire entire day of fight or something like that. So Krishna likes this. He, he likes to have a good fight. And in order to have a good fight, he sometimes uh, gets his uh, devotees to do the part uh, from the from the other side. So that's the same case here with uh, Bhishma Dev also. Is that he's giving a good fight to Krishna so that it will please Krishna. And that is the same... Uh, mentality that Arjuna had also, right? Arjuna thinks, oh, Krishna is doing this because I have not fought properly. I am doing this and that's why Krishna is uh, breaking his vow. And that is the that is the quality of Krishna, right? For his devotee is ready to break even his own vow. And uh, this is what Bhishma they wanted. That I wanted to see Krishna take up a weapon. So in order to satisfy his pure devotee, Krishna is ready to break his vow and then take up take a weapon and charge towards Bhishma Dev also. So there are so many different layers uh, that that happen uh, in any activity and pastime of Krishna. Right? It's it's incredible how how deep uh, everything that that uh, Krishna does is. So uh, that is why Krishna is called Bhakta Vatsala. That he is ready to. Give credit to his devotees. He doesn't want to take the credit, right? So he is ready to give the credit uh, for the for the victory of Kurukshetra, the battle of Kurukshetra, to his devotee Arjuna. Right? When he incarnated as Lord Ramachandra, all the glories went to Hanuman, right? When when you read Ramayan, Hanuman is one of the primary characters. He jumped to Sri Lanka, right? But Lord Ramachandra had to build a bridge to cross. <laughs> so Hanuman fat so valiantly right so all this so many instances Krishna gives credit to his devotee he doesn't want to take uh, take the credit for anything 
So, and at the same time, the devotee wants to give credit to the Lord also. <laughs> that Arjuna knows everything happened uh, because of Krishna's mercy. And even here, Arjuna is thinking, oh, uh, Krishna is breaking his vow because of me, right? So that is the perspective of a devotee, in the sense that devotee always wants to uh, uh, please Krishna. And from Krishna's perspective, Krishna is always thinking about pleasing his devotee. So it's like a transcendental competition that constantly is happening between the devotee and the Lord. The devotee is constantly trying to please Krishna and the, and Krishna is constantly uh, trying to please the devotee. In that way, the bliss increases and increases and increases for both Krishna and the devotee in the spiritual world. So uh, those are some of the thoughts that I had. But this, this is such an incredible section uh, where... Bhishma Dev is practically showing us how to remember Krishna uh, at the at the time of death. So I'll stop here if there are any questions or comments. I'll take. Yes. Yes. Yeah, if you have it or I can repeat the question if you So, uh, okay, the question is, I'll repeat it. So, Jason Prabhu was saying that, uh, like Lord Ramchandra, he's taken a vow that he'll have only one wife. So, he, he, he doesn't reciprocate uh, to his devotees in conjugal mood. And this is very the very reason why all the great sages in the, at the time of Ramachandra were born as gopis when Krishna took his incarnation. They wanted to have this relationship. Lord Ramachandra said, next time, <laughs> you'll all be born as gopis, right? So, uh, in a similar way, uh, he, his question is, uh, Lord Chaitanya and Lord Nityananda appear as uh, devotees of the Lord. So, is there any relationship that they cannot reciprocate? Is that is that what it is? So, I think uh, Prabhupada, in the Adi Leela of Chaitanya Charitamrita, I, I, I think it's the, I think it's the third, or, or the fourth chapter, the internal reasons for Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's appearance. Uh, talks about this aspect of how Garnitai uh, should be wor- worshipped or approached, things like that. So this is all from a devotee's perspective, right? W- what do we want? We want to always please the Lord, right? That is how a devotee thinks. And Lord Chaitanya is Krishna himself in the f- uh, come, who has come in the form of a devotee, of the highest devotee, Radharani. So everything that the devotee does. Prabhupada says, is to enhance that particular mood that Krishna has incarnated in. That's how a devotee reciprocates with Krishna. So, all the devotees, if you look at uh, Chaitanya Charitamrita, helped Krishna, uh, help Mahaprabhu remember Krishna more and more. Right? That is how they pleased Lord Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. So, ultimately, everything that we're doing is so that we can please Krishna. Right? So, that's how... uh, the devotees uh, in the time when Chaitanya Mahaprabhu was present uh, uh, reciprocated with him. That they helped him remember the, the various pastimes more and more and more. Right? Swarup Dhamodar and Ramananda Rai would practically do this to uh, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. And we have so much details in Chaitanya, Maha, uh, Chaitanya Charitamrita on how various devotees uh, reciprocated with Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. So we have so many examples on how this this took place. So 
we should follow follow their example but in general uh, uh, we 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 uh, have this relationship of uh, servants to chaitanya mahaprabhu right he is he is there in the mood of um, mood of a devotee and then we are helping him uh, although we know that he is the supreme personality of godhead even during his times he would shut his ears if somebody would say he is the supreme personality of god he would say vishnu 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 if somebody would glorify him right because his mood was that he was he was a devotee of the lord he wanted to experience that that is the reason for his appearance as chaitanya mahaprabhu uh, one of his internal reasons is to experience shrimati radharani's bliss that she experiences right what is this that she is experiencing that's even more than what i am experiencing is what krishna is thinking she is madly in love with me and that is something that i want to experience that's why he incarnates as chaitanya mahaprabhu so uh, i think that's how we should think when worshiping chaitanya mahaprabhu is that we serve him very nicely in helping him remember krishna uh, so the best way is to chant the mahamantra right the mahaprabhu when he was born everybody was chanting he would not he would not stop crying until people chanted when when he was a small child and he was always uh, in the mood of uh, uh, chanting the holy names of krishna so that's how we and then slowly slowly things will be revealed to us as we progress on how uh, we can reciprocate with krishna but the basic thing is the holy names right the basic and the most important thing <laughs> that the holy names of the lord we sing sing in front of gauranita very nicely and then they are very happy because that's what they want they want to constantly sing the names of krishna right we see that constantly in the uh, that they are having overnight kirtans in shrivasangan the house of shrivas uh, uh, and then they are constantly doing nagar kirtan they are going out and singing the names of krishna right throughout their pastimes this was the most important thing that they, that they did this is what chaitanya mahaprabhu said also prithivite achyadi nagaradi gram sarvatra prachar hoybe moranam that in every town and village my names will be uh, sang sung right so that's what we should do to chaitanya mahaprabhu that we should spread the holy names of krishna if we want to serve chaitanya mahaprabhu he said it's going to happen and do we want to participate or not in that is dependent on what we want to do so that's that's how we should serve chaitanya mahaprabhu and then everything chaitanya mahaprabhu will give us the intelligence on how to serve him more nicely right does that make sense yeah the question is what about lord nityananda so lord nityananda is balram himself he is the original spiritual master right so that's how we approach lord nityananda that he is a spiritual master and he teaches us properly how to serve chaitanya mahaprabhu right that's the role of our spiritual master that depend based on our nature the spiritual master instructs us on how we can serve krishna uh lord nityananda's potency is there in the spiritual master sakshadharitvena samasta shastra right that he is as good as krishna himself because he is very dear to krishna the spiritual master and the original spiritual master is lord nityananda so he is very pleased if we serve krishna very nicely and he is 
instructing us in so many different ways on how we can properly do it. And that's where we have the books. Srila Prabhupada's instructions are there on how we can do it nicely. What what will please him? Right? Yeah. Following the following the instructions of the spiritual master is what is going to please him the most. Because the instructions of the spiritual master are going to please Krishna. When Krishna is pleased, the spiritual master is pleased. Please. So that's how we we approach Lord Nityananda as the Adi Guru, the original spiritual master. Okay, yeah, this is like a big, big, big topic in itself. Guru Tattva, right? And Krishna Tattva, or these are all really oceanic things. Just like how Krishna is unlimited, uh, the Guru is also unlimited. <laughs> Balram is also unlimited. So it's it's very vast, but this is like a general idea of what it is. Alright, if there are no other questions, we'll stop here. Grantra Srimad Bhagavatam ki jai, Shla Prabhupada ki jai, Gaur Bhakta Vrindi ki jai.